Hey y'all, we are your Buttons Babes and we are back with another episode. I'm Alyssa Vasquez. And I'm Alyssa Brayboy. And uh, we're going to jump into some push to starts. If you guys are joining us for the first time, push to start, something that pushed our buttons this week, whether it's good, bad, ugly, indifferent, something that made you feel something, um, preferably, yeah. Anyways. Hopefully good. Yes, yes, hopefully. <laughs> I'm trying to get better about those ones. Uh, Mama, what's your, what's your push to start? So this week I started listening to a new podcast. <laughs> Shocker. Um, and I'm going to finish this one in probably six months because I'm like behind two years. What? Um, they, I'm, I listen at the beginning. Like I start at the beginning versus like the most current 90% of the time, unless it's like, some type of current event. I, I don't know. So, so you, you binge your podcast like it was like a, a show kind or a series? Kind of. Or... Like I binge a new one and then pick up like in my regular weekly schedule most of the time. Um, but this podcast specifically, um, I found these dudes on TikTok. Okay. You've probably all seen clips. They're the Isimo guys. So it's three brown dudes who are usually talking about brown people shit. Um, and by brown, I mean Hispanic. They are all first and second generation. So okay. similar to me or, yeah, where their parents have gotten here and they're like the first or the second kid to like be here. Got it. And some of them also don't speak Spanish. So it was. it's really mm. nice for me to relate because like that is like a pain point, I guess, in my life, and I think we've talked about this, where like I am, as an adult, being able to connect more with my heritage, but like it's still weird because I am <laughs> ginger, uh, and <laughs> I do not speak Spanish very well. Duolingo, I'm on 115 days. Uh, <laughs> Yo, bitch, yeah. Suck my dick. Um, <laughs> I love that for you. That streak is <laughs> yeah, the, the longest streak of probably anything in my life. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved it because right away, like their first episode was talking about like the level of alcoholism in our culture. And like Damn. that one, it, it hit me in between my eyeballs and I like sent it to my siblings because I was like, this is cool. Just in how like it related, like why there is so much drinking in our culture sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not always bad, but it's not always good. It's just like, it's there. It is what it is. Um, they have so many great episodes. Like I'm like four or five in. So like 10, 10 would recommend and we'll link it below so you can follow along. Uh, but it was really cool. Like it was just awesome. I was like, okay, here's a podcast that's like relatable to me in like many levels. And I was so glad that like they were out there doing it. They're talking about like recently, like just the lack of representation. Mm. And that's like, it was just like another button. So like 1010 would recommend listening to them if you're brown, if you're not brown, just so you like get context on what it's like to be a not brown, brown person. Um, <laughs> not brown, brown person. in America. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. I almost, and I died when you said ginger. I recently went to go see Moth Stories. I'd never been to a moth before. If you guys have never, if you have heard about Moth, NPR, KCRW, you should totally check it out. They're amazing. But there was a comedian, writer, who was up and he was um, uh, 
Mexican ginger, and he was like, yo, I got my ass beat all the time for being different and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, just it, it brought me back and made me giggle. Um, I just I had to share that little tidbit because it was Thankfully, great. nobody beat my ass for being a ginger, but <laughs> I'm not a dude, sadly. Right? I, I mean, like, not, not sadly, but like sadly only dude, I, I don't. I, I got I where you were going. going with that. Um, <laughs> anywho, my push to start, y'all, bear with me. It's a little long-winded, but flows right into our button of the week, like kind of accidentally, um, just the way that it all mashed out. So um, my push to start is, I got a call from my mom this week. Um, shout out mom. to Mom Dukes. We are super, super, super close, but I mean, I'm always busy. I'm in California, she's in Virginia. Um, and sometimes like, weeks will go by without me calling her or her calling me. And so she'll do the call like, are you alive? How's my child? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and- Wellness check. Yes, the, the wellness check for mom. <laughs> it's so great. I love them, I forget. And um, she called and this is the first time she didn't really know what was going on in my life. Any time something major happens, I call my mom right away. I'm like, I need mom, this is I need you. And, uh, but I realized sometimes like I like, like shrink into the corner when things happen. And it's really rare for people to know what's going on with me. Cause I'm really good at putting on a face and the world is great. And so, you're an actress? Yes, excellent actress. <laughs> Y'all, so your girl's going through a breakup and shit is rough. And so when she called, she was like, like I, I could feel it. I knew it was like bubbling on the surface. And she's like, how's my child? And I was like- Moms always know. No. It, she's like, how's my child? I was like, I'm fine. And I just, I gave her all of the buttons bullshit. And I was like, I'm this fine. is great. And this is happening. And my workouts are good. And I could just hear her like, like tapping her foot on the other end. Like, bitch, that's not what she's I asked like, you. Like, I'm, and so she's like, okay, no, 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 no. That's great. Love the business side of things. But again, <laughs> you're my, my child. Yes, how's my child? And I was like, mom. And just hear the waterworks and you're like you you in your head you've been avoiding it because you're like no I don't need to say like I don't it's need fine. To, I don't need to talk about this anymore <laughs> I don't want to feel these feelings and so um Mom. like yes and it just it was clutch so I'm, I'm sitting in the office um and I'm just out of nowhere bawling and angry but sad and like telling her all of the things and what we got to um again y'all super close with my mom so we got to a point about and if y'all don't know i have dabbled and put my toe in dating for dollars sex work like it's something that I'm super passionate about um sex work is work and so anyway she, we got to that conversation she goes well okay um, how are you feeling? Like, what decisions are you gonna make? Because I had told her, I was like, I was thinking about maybe getting back into that. And she's like, okay, um, I respect you. I'm proud of you regardless of what you do. And it hit because I'm, I'm, it's still something I'm trying to figure out. And I realized that I'm trying to find my own voice in it again. And it made me 
so uncomfortable. Like there was a little bit of shame. There was a little bit of like frustration and anger and irritation because for the most part, I'm really good at identifying my voice and what I believe in something and like what is important to me and my stance on it. And when she asked me um, if I made a decision, I was like, I haven't because I can't tell whose fucking voice is in my head. I don't know oh. if it's my partner's voice. I don't know. And, and with that, y'all, I had, um, it's like push to start part two. Um, <laughs> layers. It is layers. Y'all, it's layered because I had, um, I had ex kryptonite's voice in my head as well because we recently met up for drinks and hung out for a little bit. The the conversation that we had in spirit, I was like, okay, no, like there's something in me that wants to have this conversation in the in the flesh. I said thank you. We caught up. It was super great. I was super proud of myself. I was like, yes, nothing happened. You're not like that's why I can say ex kryptonite. And I mean that's it, a big thing. It like, was a big thing. Yeah, I think we all have we all have a person that's like. And and he said something while we're sitting there at the Sherman. There's this like super dope spot at the Sherman in Sherman Oaks, above oh, sorry. the sorry above the Sherman. It is called the Attic, and great cocktails, all of the things. Is it we're, a speakeasy? Kind of. Ooh. Like oh, it's dope. Um, the last time we went there, uh, I don't remember bits and pieces of it. I had like one too many Manhattans. The the bartender there, she was super dope. She was and super dope. She, she was, was fucking she strong was ass hot. drinks. She, she made strong ass drinks. She was hot. I thought I was cute. I was flirting. I was doing my thing. And bitch peeped that. And she she came for me, but knocked me. It was it was it was not pleasant. Um anyway, I can't drink Manhattans anymore. That it was I digress. So we're ex kryptonite and I are sitting there and we're diving into you know what I feel about sex work at this point in my life and he made a comment he said Shao he calls me Shao I'm fantastic um, he's like Shao I don't whatever you decide to do for you I respect as long as you can sit there and talk about it in a way that like Yo, that that's the decision you made. That's what the fuck you want to do. You're not ashamed of it. Like it's like you can sit here and talk about it without any question. He goes, however, I don't want to honor your body more than you do. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, okay, okay. And it and it stung it like both ways. Cause initially, like the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, hold up. I honored the fuck out of my body. I take care of it. I love it. And just because I decide to make money off of it for things that I do well, and which is, what is funny, it's not even always sex. The sex work that I have dabbled in has been more companionship yeah. and girlfriend experience. And so it leads us to the button of the week, which y'all this week is going to be sex work, and there will probably be a part two, part three, part four, part forty-five, because <laughs> ninety-nine, this shit, one hundred and seven. Like, it's it's there's nuance. It's layered. It is, and so 
sitting there, that hit me. My conversation with my mom hit me in a way where I was like, where the fuck did my voice go? In the, in a, in the respect, in respect to self-work, self-work, sex work. Oh, so, uh, sex work. And so uh, Alyssa and I started diving into this because a lot of it, I feel like, okay, is it a little bit societal conditioning? Like, um, yes, it's definitely ex-partners. Like, For, I mean, even friends, I'm sure yo, there are people. Yes. I have definitely heard people in my circles make comments before of things that I'm like, I mean, like, LOL, I get it, but, like, also, like, that's not, like, the, that's not the, I don't want to say woke, so now I hate saying that, but, like, that's not, like, the most, like, here we are current, like, way to say something. Right. But also, I mean, like, everyone is on a different journey. Yes, and in my, and, and I'm curious, like, okay, how do, navigating that, how do you know if it's for you? Because what is portrayed in the media in terms of sex work and the perception that people have, it is out of desperation, it's trauma-induced, or or it's, you know... It's a last, I mean, that kind of right. desperation, but it's like the last resort. Or it's like that everyone has this idea that like you don't care about yourself, like you don't love yourself if you're doing that and that it's dirty. Yes, and it makes me mad. It, it, it really bothers me. And right now, as I'm navigating my voice in that, it's like, okay, am I trying to put myself in a box in terms of like, um, b based on how I know intellectually I feel about it? versus if I know it's something that I can do. Does that? I feel like I'm receiving, but I'm also like, in, okay, so slowly in my, receiving. In my brain, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. It's an exchange of value. And I value myself and what it is that I have to offer. And so to me, it's same, same as waiting tables. The quid pro quo. I mean, yes, that's, and that's the thing, like, to me, I have, I have served in restaurants. I have been a shop girl. I have been a bartender. Like, I have done, I have done the food. That, to me, respect to everyone in the food industry is, like, no. I would rather, mm. I would rather fucking clean. I will clean a toilet. Like, cleaning is, is in my, is, like, a totally acceptable option mm. versus being a server just because I'm like I don't want to touch your dirty food that your mouth has been like the, and <laughs> like the way that people treat servers mm. I like I don't want to be treated that way house cleaning I mean I do that with my mom it is a very low look down upon thing Interesting. but like I would much rather clean someone's house than like serve them food that is just like it not not a beneath, but just like, I'm like, people don't treat them well. Mm. So it is, I do believe the same in terms of like, you are providing a service. You are doing something that like, not everybody is gonna be willing to do. Not everyone wants to be a, a gardener. People do it and get looked down upon by other people. But mm -hmm. like, that's, it's, it's, that's how in the like plane of careers, it is like, 
there are so many jobs that like people are like, oh, I would never do that. I could never do that. Whatever, whatever. But like people do it. That's right. a fucking job. It, it's so like, it is wild to me because it is one of the oldest motherfucking professions. Like literally, and, dudes have been trying to get their fucking rocks <laughs> sucked forever. Like it, women have started empires and have changed like the economic status of places. Like um, when the gold rush happened in California and the different what was that? Um, oh, we were listening to a podcast about. Someone. Oh, it's it's an audio book. Audio um, Sex work. It's called the 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 book is called Sex Work, and it it captures the different time periods of sex work and the ways that it has made a like historical changes in certain areas but it is always looked down upon or like it's looked down upon slash like oh we're gonna turn the other cheek yeah. like in terms of law enforcement and stuff like that I and mean yeah the fucking the uh, cops be taking advantage of sex workers. Oh. I mean, Jesus himself was friends with with prostitutes and whores. You know, if you're into that, like Jesus was very much about <laughs> like, being friends with the people who are doing just, this. And, yes. So everyone else should be supposedly if you're into uh, if you're into I God. I think there's a lot of it comes from a misunderstanding because it is it is portrayed. Like one to three ways in the media in terms of And most of it comes from SVU. Yes. So it's, 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 or CSI, you, both of those. You're pushed into that world because of sex sex trafficking, because there's the highs and the lows. There's the, you know, everyone thinks it's like gold digger status, like luxury lifestyle, like you have sponsors. Talk, where you make tons of money in a night and, and yeah, it, but no, it's not that glamorous. It's like, not and then there's the 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 even I guess lower level of it, small town, you know, walking the street corner, very unsafe. You know, I, and I'm not saying that these things don't happen. They or, definitely, yes. But there is nuance in between. And Cam so, girls, yo, yo. I mean, house moms fucking on Twitter. Some people that I follow on Twitter, that's like, they're a whatever, whatever person in their like career of traditional. And then also fucking, Nudes, one tweet is nudes, one tweet is not nudes. Like, it's everybody in between. Right, and it, and it's interesting. Mama, you were making a parallel about how you would rather um, clean, and it, and it just hit me in this moment. And I've thought about it here and there um, because, you know, my mom has had, like, sponsors in her day. And so in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, was this shit generational? Like, but it's also... Like, I knew, but I didn't know. Like, my mom had guys that would help her out while we were growing up. So, like, in a way, it's something that was... Um, kind of, like, familiar? Yes. Or... Um, uh, not, I, I don't want to say conditioned. <laughs> That's not the word I'm looking for. But something that was present even in my childhood. And so I, I saw it differently in terms of um, like my surroundings and upbringings. And I'm like, okay, like, kind of we, like sometimes we need help. It because like, if you grow up in a family that does not drink and then you suddenly go somewhere and people are drinking, it's not normalized. Not, uh, not yes. that it's not conditioned, but like yeah. it's not normalized. I mean, Mexican parties, 
anybody's birthday, there is hella booze. But I have been to a white person's one-year-old's birthday party and there was none. And I was like, why <laughs> yeah. the fuck are we yeah. here? What is, <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> there's a bunch of screaming. Where's it at? Who's <laughs> late? You know, and that's like, to, to them, that's weird to have mm -hmm. a one-year-old's birthday party. But like, I mean, yeah, if it's something you've grown up with and it's like normal, then it is fucking normal. Cleaning houses, mm. normal to me. Because like being a sub for someone like it's not like a hard yes, it's not a hard no, but there's like enticing things on many sides mm -hmm. that like kind of you're like, ooh, yeah, like that could kind of turn you on in in a sexual way, but also just in a like working like ooh like, like challenge right? way. I think this is something um, another podcast <laughs> that I <laughs> that I do love. Um, uh, cancel me, whatever. <laughs> it's a Kira's Pornhub podcast. I love I love her. Um, I have not seen a lot of her films. Um, I don't know this one. Wait, maybe we have listened to this together. We, I don't know if we have. Um, she's a porn star. And an episode that I recently listened to with um, a guest that she had was a male who was not a sex worker but is kind of in an adjacent, like, industry. But the conversation that they had was she was like i love having sex i love fucking mm -hmm. and i was like 10 10 i relate like i i yes okay that is me and she was like it's so interesting in our industry because she had a previous guest who was um young very young when she, i think she was 18 when she got into porn she was 18 and a virgin when she got into porn and Bitch. her first porn i think her first time was an anal gangbang something something like that okay, okay. And, uh, and that's a choice anyway it was a there. choice and uh, like that was one of the questions was like why would you do that the first mm -hmm. fucking time and she was like i at that point was not comfortable with my body and she just wanted she wanted the virginity thing she wanted it out oh. and over with so and great way to monetize. Anyway, and, sorry. And like, I mean, I'm getting yeah, there, make yeah. money off of. But she was like, you know, I'm, I was started out so young, and thankfully, like, I sidestepped a lot of the like negative early in 18 year old girl shit that happened. Probably still happens in porn, but but happened in porn a lot more in the you know decades past. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I eventually actually started to enjoy it, mm. not just like this is my job. And going back to Asa was, Asa was like, I just love sex. That's why I do this job. I enjoy it. Like, I have a good time. It feels good. Like, mm -hmm. I shouldn't feel bad about liking my job like this. Yes. And that was like, the male guest was like, not everyone can, not everyone can see, receive, and like, get into that. And like, it sucks, but like, you have to find the circle of people who, who see that and who feel that way with you and just go and, and leave everyone else behind who's not into that. Because mm. like if I, if my partner was telling me that I should quit my job because for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, well, I like can receive your feelings, I guess. But like, I'm not asking you to quit your job mm -hmm. if I don't like it. So why are you asking me to quit my job? Like, this is a choice. I've been doing this before you. Like, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, um, there's a lot of controversial jobs out there, I think one could argue. Um, 
I'm not gonna try to like list a bunch of controversial jobs to like, you know, go through that, but it's like you meet someone and you find out what they're doing. Mm -hmm. If you have a problem with that, you need to either be upfront about it or keep it to yourself and you can bring it up, but like that's, I don't know, don't fuck with someone's money. Like, unless yeah. you have a solution to, like, right. to, to that, that's mm -hmm. going to be better. Um, I, like, I talked about, like, oh, I could do this, or I could do this, selling feet pics, selling paint, you know, those yes. kinds of things that everyone's yes. like, yes. you know, I'm going to do this. And it's, it's for many, it's like a joke, and it's like, ha, 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 you know, mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, that's literally someone's life. Like, that's literally someone's work is, like, doing that. And so, like, and making I, light of it yes, is, I like, like... I don't understand passing, placing shame on someone for what they are doing to survive or, like, or even if they do enjoy, like... Placing shame on some on someone else for something that they are doing. I just it's something that I have a hard time with, and and especially because it's been done to you. That's I think mm. when if you've not ever if no one's ever guilted or shamed you for something, you don't know what that feels like. So you might not recognize when you do that to someone else. Oh, damn. Because I think there are many things that I am a hypocrite about that, like, I have learned along the way, like, oh, I put my foot in my mouth back there that one time. You know, those, like, <laughs> yeah. 3 a.m. thoughts that you're like, fuck, I was an asshole to this person in 1997. My bad, like, my bad. <laughs> that's, I'm not that person anymore. I'm you know, sorry. and that's, I mean, it's it's hard, but, like, Knowing if you're ready for sex work, like I, I love to have sex. I love it. it. Lots of sexy things. Just I, I like them. It makes mm -hmm. me feel good. It turns me on, not necessarily in an immediate like sexual way, but in a like this is interesting. Like there's something here. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like it's also. I mean, it is empowering. I, I also in that same breath, I'm like, I don't believe that's the direction or like that's the the place for me mm -hmm. but I also haven't also like truly considered it I guess like maybe you know I think yeah. I mean I would I think it'd be fun to be a porn star I've done no research on uh, okay so like this is me hard just work. like shooting shooting you know yeah. but yeah like that's the thing it is hard work because you're up I would assume early in the morning for for shoots you're late you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, up late for shoots. Um, you're literally physically like on around out of your something. body. Like, yes, you're constantly getting tested. You're so I mean, blood peeing and sh like you know, all um, of the liquid uh, for pricks. Pricks not not for like I mean I guess unless you're like unless but bloody sex is like your category. Anyway. And also pricks will be there unless you're only doing girl on girl shit. Um, but you know what I mean? Like there's so much that goes into that like. Um, that's not glamorous. Yes. You know, but like, if that's what you're into, great. I want to watch porn. Like, I want to see people who are doing this who enjoy it, not like people who don't enjoy it. And I think that's where it's like, I don't know where this was going. It's okay. <laughs> but like, <laughs> trying to figure out like if it is for you. Because yeah, sometimes it does, uh, 
in terms of work, a lot of things do come out of desperation in terms of like this, like I, I have to find a way to, to, to keep a roof over my head, like feed myself, all of those like, what is that, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, sorry, I just got really like, um, Maslow, sure. I'm, is it Maslow, whatever, hierarchy of needs, people, like, you know, shelter, uh, food, whatever, those things, like, and so there is an aspect for some where, yes, it comes out of desperation, but also a, when you pick that, like, yes, it's desperation, but you're like, okay, no, I can do this. Like, I mean, I desperately chose an easy major so that I wouldn't do You know, I mean, like, that's, that's where I'm like, desperation, like, let's, desperation is so, it's such a loose, like, it's a wide spectrum, I yes. think. Like, yes. of, of my friends who are sex workers, none of them are out of this, like, I have a desperate mouth to feed at home. My baby is right. eating dust and, you know, like, I don't, or I don't know. I've got a pimp who, yeah. like, his, keeps me on a, like, I have to meet this quota. Like, I've, same, I, and I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. Right, absolutely. Like, I've definitely the majority of the stories. Of individuals that I know that are in that line of work, it is, like, I, I know a writer who is paying her way through getting her master's. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Like, I, I know people who are doing this temporarily in order to feed their larger motherfucking goals. And there is a piece of me who has no shame or qualms of being like, yeah, I have, I, I have dabbled in that line of work in order to, you know, keep the lights on, but to build a fucking business. So fuck out my face. Um, is like yeah. the other, the the other um, side of the voice that I am trying to find again to make a decision because, especially in things that we're in California, this is a it, damn it's illegal. Anyway, um, <laughs> sex work is illegal in the state of California. It, I do, it's not in, where's Vegas? Is that Arizona? Nevada? Vegas Fuck. Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Geography and I, we don't really get along. And the fact that, um, anyway. Um, I took Civil War and uh, World War II every year for like 10 years in high school or whatever fucking school I went to. Yeah. I only took one geography class and it was map coloring in like second grade. Yo, bitch, map coloring. <laughs> anyway, a lot of, a lot of, you know, empires have been built off of, like, not so um, legal uh, foundations or whatever, whatever the, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say in terms of um, doing something to build something bigger and to achieve higher goals and not necessarily doing it I, the, the right way. I'm like, what? It, that's a whole other, sorry y'all, because w what is right in pivoting. terms of, I'm, you know, I tried to do the fucking, you know, nine to five, get a job, like the way that society wants me to build something. Get the fuck out of here. It's not, it's not that it's not possible. It's, it's damn near impossible. Like, it's just not f I mean, it's not fun. That's, I think, um, 
you can you can be in sex work obviously as like your full time but also it's just like a side hobby mm -hmm. um harder soft mm -hmm. they have a only fans that's not their like sole income it's oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. like a way for they they're testing products mm -hmm. but also just like having fun and i mean it's maybe not as widely known that like you know that's an OnlyFans account for a male podcast, but like, there's lots of dudes out there who are also but, doing this. That's, yes. Um, there is that dude who does vaginal massages. Like what? Yeah, I will find. I'll find the article or whatever. But he, yeah, like that is sex work. Yeah, there's so many, like, under the umbrella of sex work, it There's a it lot all, there, but it can yes. also just be, like, a funsy thing. Like, there's a lot of people who, they're artists, and so they have an OnlyFans account just to put up tasteful nudes. Like, that's a thing. Um, people who are nude body painters, like, I mean, events, the Cirque du Soleil, like, those are sexualized costumes. There's a lot of um, Cirque sexualized performers who like burlesque. Like, I mean, uh, th that's all to, to a layer and I'm kind of romanticizing it, but like those are like fun gigs. Mm -hmm. You know that like, yes, people are doing that to literally pay their bills, but also people like, that's a nine to fivers maybe also like side hobby. That's the mm. thing is like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't necessarily grow up in a home that it was like normalized, quote unquote, but also it was not not normalized. It, we, it was like neither here nor there. Uh, but I think because I've just grown up and like am kind of a hypersexual person, it, it just makes sense to me. Right, like, and we'll get into it. Europe, that's a whole other. I was like, that's a whole other I mean, avenue. I red light district. Yes, and there are certain countries in Europe where it's legal, and and, and all of that. Um, I a lot of it has to do like others placing shame on people. A lot of it comes from a lack of understanding. Yeah, and I mean so, that's yeah with it, most things. It's like if you don't understand, yeah, you can't grasp. And I think it's it's the lack of trying. That's the thing. It's like the lack of trying. Like, okay, if I don't understand something and I'm going to say I don't like it, well, did I look into it? That's on me for not looking into it more. Um, yeah, and what I love is we get to, like, sit down and have a conversation about it, educate uh, get individuals. Feedback. And, yes, get feedback. Like, Story. Uh, I mean, yeah, we would love to hear stories if you have, if you've worked in sex work before, if you have a friend, family member, like, experiences. Um, even if you disagree, I guess, like, we'd love to understand your reasoning of why. Um, starting a dialogue and, and creating content that helps break down that misunderstanding and showing it in a different light, showing different situations, individuals like that we get to like make into characters and breathe life into so that there isn't just, you know, one to three depictions of what sex work is in the media because that's a lot of where you know, society is is educated, and where we get our. I know, so, I know. It's so, like such a sad statement. It is education comes from the media, but like it's it, not wrong because yes, I I have fallen for the media's 
Yep. Shit. And so, <laughs> yo, y'all, we, again, yes, we will, I, I promise, because I know. So like, I want to get like a quick, okay, if I'm listening to this and mm -hmm. I'm considering sex work, how, how did you, where did you like feel comfortable, like, for someone who is also like kind of on the fence of like, I, you know, I, I think I would be into this. I would like to, 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 to try maybe. Um, when I did mean, I feel comfortable? Like, how do you, that's interesting. Cause for me, it was a, a very interesting gradual, like slide into it. <laughs> like, cause I was doing underground poker games for a stint. So you like immediately, you weren't, it wasn't like the first thing you did was like BJ. Right. You know, no, like, no, okay. it was so the you first. You could put yourself into situations. Smaller kind situations. Of dipping your toes in. Yep. That um, led up to. So I, I did underground poker games where like they had lingerie nights or, you know, bikini nights. And so you serve drinks to guys and girls, like and all people, all, all people playing poker Parts. at all hours of the night you know like giving like like shoulder and back massages and like sitting and talking and i'm like okay that Wait, wasn't too bad poker illegal yeah <laughs> cool i just wanted to like I just yes it to. is it is so i'm like <laughs> um on the opposite side if the girls um the, i mean but, but that's the thing is like a, the people in a lot of those situations or the in that catering, there is no, it, it's, I mean, they're like, yeah, you're here for yeah, my we, money. Yeah, and it like, is. We I mean, know like, what it is. Yes, but like Everyone also knows what like. It is. Um, but they're not under the illusion, like, okay, our job is to make them like feel comfortable and taken care of while they're there. Like they're customers, like you're at a restaurant, like good customer service. And so it, it started there and, um, and I'm pretty sure some of the girls there were into sex work. Um, like I would ear hustle. I didn't really make any friends there. I was just like, okay, I know these girls, and they would invite me to like work at different games. And then I kid you not, um, what like my jump into it? I got a fucking text message from like one of the the apps or the sites or whatever. I have no idea. Well, because the internet listens. Anyway, I got I got a fucking text message. It was like download. Don't share your cookies, clear your cache, yeah, follow like, up on your security and safety practices for it the was internet. Like download or like sign up for sugar model seeking arrangements, blah blah blah, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm going to I'm gonna poke my head around, dip my toe in, see what this is like and cause on those sites there are so many individuals looking for different things. You are seeking an arrangement, like you are seeking something that you are not getting, and so it it varied. And I, like that that expression, had to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince or whatever. But like it was just a matter of um, setting up different appointments and like going to a public place, meeting them, making sure I had a system of like, you knew where Safety. I was. Like, I, I mean, so yeah, let's, let's also talk about like, I mean, yes. Um, anytime you went somewhere, here's a name, here's an address, a photo, here's the if phone possible, number. Like, like, you know, all of the things so that I am the most safe. Yeah. Yes. Shit can still go down. It can go sideways. Sure, 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 it sure, is sure. dangerous. But, um, did you, I mean, do you have a large amount of like 
moments, uh, interactions that you're like, yeah, I felt unsafe here or like, no, actually I basically always felt fine. I mean, I only had one where I felt unsafe and, um, because I broke Alyssa protocol and I was not in a public place. And so as I'm parking my car and I'm walking like towards this gate, I'm like, bitch, have you lost your motherfucking mind? Like, I mean, you knew where I was and it was like a last minute on my way home from like a bar job that I was working as I'm still navigating, okay, am I doing this? Um, and like this house was for sale. It was huge. It was a fucking mansion. And like, I mean, it was, I was like, for the very least, <laughs> because I'm fucking nosy and so You're curious. You're like, I'm going to see the inside got, of this house. Right, like I'm fucking, like I'm going to see the inside of this house and I'm like, skedaddle the fuck out of here. And so like, that was the only time I felt, I felt unsafe is because I like dodo over here. Didn't. I didn't do what I said that I was going to do. Yeah. I mean, granted I was in fucking Beverly Hills. Um, like, I'm not saying that bad things can't happen in Beverly Hills, but I was in a really You're like, good, I'm in, I'm in a safer place. I'm in a white place. So, um, pretty sure I'm fine. Um, and I like, I peeped my exits and I did all the things, but I have felt unsafe once. And so. Okay. So safety kind of like, do you, I mean, you are in a place with yourself and your body that like despite any previous trauma, you are like, okay, I love myself. I take care of myself. I respect and know my body like upside down, left, right, mm -hmm. and sideways. Do you think that has been an aid or like a like, oh, I mean, most, super beneficial? Like most what, definitely. So if, if I'm coming from a place of like insecurity, um, unresolved trauma, sexual or not, like, what are some steps that I can take if I am like I would like to consider do, do, in in your so civilian I guess not <laughs> expert in health I, I don't know in your, in your opinion in your experience yes. like what would you say to me if I'm like I would like to consider this but like yeah here's my baggage or here's my damage like how do I get to a place that I can be like feeling empowered to do this do so, you think? There's two parts to that because I'm not going to lie. Like there are times where I don't always feel that way right, in the moment. Right, you would be a robot yeah. if you were 100% all the right. time. And so, but there have been times when I'm feeling super insecure about my body and just where I am in my life that being in a situation, be, like being on a sex work date or companionship date does really alter that in me in a in a positive way. I'm like, oh, like what the fuck am I insecure about? Like this individual like wants to spend time with me, is paying me to do so. Like it is empowering in that way. So or that kind of helps like yeah, rub it 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 does. Buffer it did. the edges, I guess. It like that insecurity like goes away because I'm like, oh wait a minute. Like okay. bitch. Okay. Like are you like seriously? And so it just because then you're also being taken care of and, and sought after. There's something about it that is that feeds it and, and, and helps. However, um, the the other part of that, if you are not in that space, 
I would suggest like sitting with yourself and figuring out why. Yikes. Like where is, yeah, where is it coming <laughs> from? Like yoga is my go-to for sitting with myself and figuring out like what's going on in my body and in my mind and why I don't feel that way when I know like it to be true and I know it's just my mind playing tricks on me. Um, some people like it, it would be therapy. I know that's like hard because sometimes it's expensive, expensive or, yeah. um, but, and, and something that actually ignited even more of my being sound in my body and myself, I read slash listened to this book called The Existential Kink. And oh my goodness, in terms of like, you know, the dark and twisty things that are in here that we that we like, like being like, okay, yeah, so so fucking what? Yeah, this turns me on, or I like this, or this is a part of who I am, and learning to accept those things beca became a lot easier to for me. So like, okay, like my point by saying that is if you can't get to therapy, or like try and read a book that like is centered around self-help or insecurities, like listen to something, like find a podcast. There are resources yeah. to kind of help you navigate through navigate until that. you okay. can get to that point. And so um, I would say if this, if sex work is something that you're interested in and wanting to dip your toe in or figure more about, like go onto one of the sites and download it, upload your pictures, like, like exchange some messages and see how that makes you feel. That's the smallest like dipping your toe in is like, okay. I mean, kind of like after you've been in a relationship and you're starting to get into the dating pool, I'm mm -hmm. assuming this is how it would go because this is what I did. You mm -hmm. eventually get on apps and you swipe forever right. and eventually start actually responding and then, you know, it picks up from there. Right. And just gauge, like be honest with yourself. How does this make me feel? Do I feel icky? Do I feel good? Like, oh, okay. And then accepting like if something that might be a little weird also makes you feel good. I think, That's I okay mean, future too. button I think I'd like to talk to is, or talk to about, talk to you about. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think going into a little bit more kinks, uh, drop your like weird kinks or DM if you're like not into yo. it, cause we'll definitely share yes, some we of our definitely, weirds. Yo, but, um, oh, I'm excited for that button. Anyway. I do, I also, I want to, kind of recircle back to safety. So if, if I'm, okay, I've like received and I'm like taking the, the self-care, whatever, like what would you suggest for just some quick safety tips on like how to have like your P's and Q's about you mm -hmm. more so than I guess ladies we already have to have everywhere. Yeah, um, so always, okay. So in terms of phone number, you can create a Google number and make Google, a fake phone number. Yeah, yeah. so great. Um, and so that is a first step. Like it's not your real phone number. Um, second step is. Do you pick a name? Do you get a phone Oh yeah, name? I do. <laughs> you pick a different name that is not yours. Do like it's like you're making a whole other person. It's so you can character. kind of have like an alter ego. Yes. And so and then from there, okay. So you've got the fake number. You've got the fake name. Um, from there, if you decide, okay, I'm going to meet someone. It is in public. It is always in public. A restaurant, a bar, um, a the library, the, the, just public people. Like a like a coffee shop. 
Um, and once you pick the place in public, I, I had two people who always knew where I was. Um, it was Alyssa and then dear friend um, Patricia. Like, for, like, share your location. Uh, Shahada has my, my location. Like, yeah, I was just, like, I think most of my besties have my location shared regardless of so, if they wanted it or not. Yeah, exactly. You share your location, <laughs> but, like, not just shared location. Like, if you were going some, if you're going to go meet this person, so you've got the, the location picked out. You send them to your two people. Like, hey, BT Dubs, this is what's up. This is where I'm going. This is who I am meeting. This is the number that they gave me. This is the name that they gave me. This, like, this is, if hopefully you have a picture. This, this is, is a their picture. photo. This is their photo. This is our, like, I mean, you can go into, like, text exchange, but I, I never did. But you just, you send all of the important information about where the fuck you were going to be and the last, per like, and this is the last person. Like, if things go sideways, this is the last person that saw me. And so, um... Those are the steps in terms of making sure that you are as safe as you can possibly be. And then once you have left um, that meeting, you let them know, like, okay, hey, I'm on my way home, or okay, I'm in the car, or I've made it home. Just making sure that the people that you have set your safety net up with, like, keep them, like, keep like, communication, keep them um, updated. Oh, updated and aware of like what is going on so that they don't have to be on high alert. Um, and so that is my two cents on like being safe and dipping your toe into that line of work and then going from there. And it, it is, if you have a plan and a system, like it's just a matter of executing it every time. Even if you have seen and met this person, I don't care how many fucking times because you don't know if all of a sudden like they go cuckoo cachoo or whatever. Anytime you're going to meet that person and that is what you're doing, you make sure at least two people know where the fuck you are and who you are with. Like that that to me just is like, okay, yeah. Um and I just like I, a regular date. Yeah. Like and I've I've never <laughs> There has been, because I broke my system, there has been one time where I did not feel safe. Um, yeah, that is my, uh, that's my full circle on that. Um, I have a feeling we're probably gonna break this into parts. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, I'm hoping we'll definitely get some, like, comments, questions that we can, like, touch base again on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is also, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. I'm familiar on the, like, surface <laughs> yes wherever that is yeah you know uh but i think there's it's it's i think a lot of people are curious and maybe that's where a lot of judgment or lack of understanding comes from is just like i mean yeah because we don't we don't know i'm i guess i'm gonna loop myself into with with that group of people is we don't necessarily know things like I mean, there are a lot of careers that we know the title for and mm -hmm. just like we've made assumptions. But of we, what goes into know, that, that job. But, but it could be not what we think. And it's like the more we know, the, the better equipped we are to, to either re revert the judgment or just like hop a couple stones over to a different place and then also feel more comfortable with it. And get to the point of maybe that's a career path that we would like to step into. I like had this epiphany, like idea, creative thought of like having a like going through all of the different dates or like. Damn it! 
like, I'm, I, like, I'm trying to follow I, um like not like a Q&A and ask me fucking questions about it but like yo no like this was you know like I story made, time yeah story time like ooh, sexy story time yes. okay raise your hand if you would like a sexy story time I can share some stupid dick appointments and you can share some real appointments <laughs> right like some real appointments it's like yo and also like talking about the money behind it yo I made this much I made this much or this, this is, is how, how much I got- money I could have made for this stupid wiener Dang. but I didn't because that was a fucking tool on a date mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean honestly that's what I'm like yeah I've been doing this fucking wrong my whole life All right, y'all, with that, um, because we could go on forever because I feel like we have on this episode, but that is okay, Um, we are going to push replay on um, which, uh, what are we looking at? Okay, so this week we're pushing replay on a comment from our friend Easels um, on a button of the week video. So the video is how to talk about sex toys. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, okay. So... The comment that he left that I wanted to highlight specifically is kind of like a conversation. So he quotes me, we're going to find it together, timestamp, me, not, his opinion doesn't matter when it comes to toys that are going to be used solely on you. So what, what he's saying is the toys in the bedroom with your partner, you make the choice, not your partner. And and I said, you know, I want to do it together. Yeah. And we had a great conversation back and forth here of like, I, you know, I want my partner to be involved because we're using it together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, another question from him is, what if he's, intri- he wants to use a toy and you're not ready? So that kind of led into like, it ruins the mood. What do you do from that point on? And I think every relationship is different, right? Yep. Like if if one partner is not comfortable with sex toys, then that's like a little bit more challenging of a like, hey, I want to use this or I want to buy this for you to use with me and you're not okay with that. Like how how do we how do we have that conversation? That's like one example or like one branch wing of like the conversation. I mean, I think both partners should be involved because it's like well it's going inside me maybe but on top of you or vice versa or like yeah you're the one that's handling it and right. pushing the like, buttons and you, experimenting like, with is it is this weird is this okay like how does I this think, feel yeah like i mm, so there's i've dealt with both of those situations like i have been and i personally love it like partner wise like going to the sex store it's kind of it's like a sexy date it's a field trip and like it's like i you're out of your element you're seeing all these different toys you pick some things up like it's fucking hot like it gets you in the mood when you go together and pick these things out and they have input on what like what is happening instead of just picking one up and bringing it home like i fucking love that 1010 recommend like the first time you go it might be uncomfortable but i've also been in a relationship with someone who like made a total stink and like was super embarrassing when we walked into the sex store together like stormed out and definitely more so like just pick something and like show up with it the bring it in the first thing that they got or the first thing that they saw like. yeah like they're like okay no you do it figure it out like and was also also like almost was also almost 
like offended and intimidated by me bringing something into the bedroom. He's like, what, what the fuck? Like, we don't need this. Like, just like, yeah, like Take male ego shit. Yes. Um, so I, I get where that, that comment comes from in terms of like, well, what do I do if they don't want to? It's a matter of like you having to swallow your pride and ego and not pop off and make it like sexy almost, not almost, make it sexy and like show them what it does to your body and how it can be fun. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna be over here playing with this toy. You can watch if you want to. See, and that, kind of not, well, that kind of, I I am not a, a babier, I, no, yeah. I will fucking pop off. <laughs> if you don't wanna fucking do this, Great. You know Go how on. to fucking leave. Shut like, the door. You can't watch out. this then. I'm yeah. going to do what the fuck I want to do. And you can go fucking jerk off in the corner at home. Like, Yo, or not. I wish I could steal some of that. Like, I have pacified a lot of motherfuckers in my day. <laughs> and I'm like, <sighs> yeah, the amount of whatever. That's, yeah, a, that, that's, that's a different conversation. That's the way to handle it is to make, like be like, okay, suit yourself. And, you know, um, and his, handle it. His, um, like, second part was, I'm assuming from the male perspective of, okay, you, he would like to use a toy and let's say she is oh. not ready. And so that's where I have definitely that's a little been bit more difficult. the female partner who is like, yeah, I'm not really into that. When I first started using toys, I did not have good toys. I did not like them. They did nothing for me. Mm. So I was very, like, we can use them. We don't have to use them. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And so eventually finding a partner who like took the time, I guess, mm. to like hold their ego in with me to be like, okay, let's try this. Let's, okay, let's do this. Like, how do we make it feel good? Or, or maybe we, we just, yo, toys I mean, is a lot of trial and motherfucking error. You will spend some money on some toys and be like, well, that was fucking bullshit. Um, drop your bullshit toys below so people don't fall into the same trap as you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think for someone who's, if you're able to like not be in the like in the moment for these conversations, that to me has been like the best way to mm. like not skirt around, but like get Navigate. to the problem yep. of like, oh, it's actually because I don't like my body, or oh, it's because I don't know how to use this toy. Oh, I like I don't understand why we need this toy. Like, uh, you know what? Whatever those things are, to be able to have that conversation, not in the moment of like, "Hey, let's." Oh, yeah. never mind. Because uh, everything is heightened when it's in the moment, and it's so and it's, easy to take it personally. That's a thing. Like, I have not been with a partner who felt some type of way about a toy. I've always been the like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've been really lucky to have those people who are like, okay, well, this is more for you. Like, this is for, for funsies. Like, I obviously don't need this because it's the same as what I've got. But like, you know, so it's, it's it comes down to communication. Mm -hmm. But like also, if your partner isn't ready to like make that jump, then you kind of, toe back and wait but like also you have to decide at, how, like, at yeah. some point how much do you wait like versus and do like, you just like not spring it on them but like how do you get them to like see the light I think that's where it's like some will some will take that and eventually get there and maybe some won't and I mean at that point 
you gotta. It is trial and error, and also having an idea, like knowing your partner and knowing what is going to be work best for them. Like, okay, do we need to sit down and have a side conversation? Do I, like, in a very sexy, consensual way, tie you up and <laughs> sexy, consensual way. tie you up and use this toy and have you walk me through like, okay, does this feel good? Does that feel good? Um, I mean, you can definitely gamify it. That's a good mm -hmm. like blindfold on, like mm -hmm. guess what's happening. Breathe um, like and talk them through um, because that can be a way that is a little bit easier if you know like if your partner would receive that like if there's someone that you just have to spring things on them um is what I'm getting at but in a sexy in a consensual, consensual way, way. <laughs> like uh, but yo yes love um that comment and those questions and um because as I've gotten older like the more like my my collection have, of toys has like increased and Yo, y'all, I'm just saying, a bitch's sex life like has I'm gotten sucking. so has gotten so much better. <laughs> like, I need to uh, catch up. Yo, there's some. Yo, okay. Ah, uh, oh, was it Lilu? I forgot. Like, there's the brand that is just. Anyway, we will we will have to have a sex toy button part two because they are doing the damn thing, like innovation wise. The Lord's with work. It. Yes, with sex toys. Um, anywho, y'all, um, that, um, um, I, nope, take it away, mama. That's all, that's <laughs> all. Um, please like, follow, subscribe, download, comment. All um, of the things. <laughs> all um, of the above. If you would like to, he to hear any more of what we babbled about today, <laughs> let us know. And um, yeah, that, that's what we've got, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.